are back with the Everwatch. We're watching ReZero. It's season one, episode 25. That's all the story is about. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. And what is it that this story is about? I think we've said it before. It's about uh, Amelia. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want to believe it because I was like, why? She, <laughs> well, I think it was, I, I started thinking that when I was reading that light novel, remember I said that, and that's something that the author said in the afterwards or the whatever you call it after the, the light novel, the after material. Um, he mentioned that the that's his like guiding thought is that everything points towards her. And I kind of didn't understand at first, but now now after that reveal last time where the witch is trying to be reborn into Amelia. Right. Is she a worthy vessel? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so if, if that's an end game kind of thing, then, yeah, it does make sense that she would be what this is about. Right. She has a whole cultist uh, surrounded cultist. Yeah, I almost said devotion. following, but <laughs> I know but basically that. they're just following after her. Not they're not following her uh, before we get into it. Uh, subscribe if you haven't done that already. Uh, hopefully, if you guys want this, we can come back and do some more of this show. I haven't watched season two. But uh, but I really enjoyed this season one. So hopefully uh, it keeps going. You know, it's still as good as this was. <laughs> if uh, if you want to check out some of our other shows, because I'm sure after this, we're going to be doing other things. Go look over there on fictionalcharacters.net where we've got all kinds of, of course, My Hero Academia and, and other things going on. Um, if you want to reach out to us with some comments or questions, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go to reach us and uh, leave us a review over there on Apple or Audible if you could. We'd appreciate that. Okay, final episode of the season. Yep, and the burning question is, where's Felt? Where's Felt? What? <laughs> She's uh, somewhere with uh, Felt, Reinhard. <laughs> Felt was supposed to be our agent of chaos, you know, right. sewing shenanigans and, and uh -huh. just stirring things up, but she shows up and then takes off. Uh, maybe. she's got to learn like all the manners and everything. If, but it, it sounds like she doesn't want to. It sounds like she's like, I'm not playing by these rules. I, but I remember, she got forced into it because they were going to do something to old man Rom. Oh, and then she's like, OK, I'll go along with this. Take me to wherever I need to go to get this done. I see. Yeah, she's young. She could figure it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's a little she's you know, she doesn't always play by the rules. So we'll see where that goes. Who knows? It's not about her right at this point, though. <laughs> yeah, but as, as uh, you mentioned the title, uh, it's not about felt. <laughs> no, it's not about felt. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is it is it really just about Amelia or is it about the interaction or the relationship between Subaru and Amelia? I mean, is that is that all this is building towards this confession here at the end of the episode? Right. Is that what it is? Uh, I would say yes so far. Something I, like that. I'm kind of something sad. like that. I'm kind of sad because I think it underplays how much room they have to grow and play in terms of this world. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a nice way, I guess, to wrap it up because that was his focus. Right. So mm -hmm. I think it would be cool if it was like that's all his story is about. Well, I think and it might not just be the entire story. It might just be the story of this arc. I feel like the the arc started with them getting into a fight because he couldn't figure out what he wanted to or what his place was. He couldn't quite tell her his feelings or he was 
hedging his what he thought on this whole like savior act right i i buy that i think that's a good i think that's a good way to phrase it and a good way to put it because so they had there's the definitely out. there's so much more going on right we got the dragon that roswell wants to kill that right. he like mentioned briefly that we never mm-hmm. hear about again we have rom's pact or deal with him that we don't know the details of right uh we have beatrice is still a cool character rem yeah. it rem still needs rem to is back. such a big deal uh, and she's been like for the last couple of episodes i mean she got hurt right in that white whale fight so she's been kind of sidelined for now physically and emotionally <laughs> right but i i feel like the the spirit of rem comes in here at the end and i'll bring that up when we get there oh, okay yeah so the first uh, it starts with amelia and she's waiting with the kids in the carriage wilhelm takes off he, ha- he says he has to go take care of things. We know later that it's just taking care of more cultists that are following after them. Because that's what he... <laughs> they're still out there. Even though they've eliminated the fingers, I guess the fight with Petaljuice is still going on. So there's still things... And there's a lot of these characters. I think there's a lot of those. Throughout the woods, we saw tons of cultists. If we've seen anything over this arc, there's lots of them out there. Right. And it makes sense that even if you kill the archbishop, they, they don't just disappear. They're still no. going to just be going nuts without, you know, no, less, of a, less of a plan. Orders. All right. And their main order is to probably go after Subaru. So even if they're gone, they're probably just mindlessly or, attack him. Or Amelia. Uh, that's probably more true. Yeah. But uh, before he leaves, Wilhelm does say something that he sees similar thing in her eyes that he sees in Subaru's. So what is that? Is that just caring for people? Or is that just some kind of recognition of what he saw in Subaru? I feel like within this, and we can talk about this at the end, like this, how this arc shaped up in your favorite moments. But there was this great, I mean, one of my favorite moments in this arc was the Wilhelm story and going back and showing telling this full story about his falling in love with this with this night girl and ever, the whole thing right right but there's also comparisons that can be made between his relationship with that woman his wife um and subaru and amelia right subaru is someone who really wants to save people however he can and he's constantly kind of trying to show this girl that he loves that he's worthy of her love yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of overlap with what and, Subaru's yeah. trying to do and the life Wilhelm had. So I do like that connection. I'm still a little unsure of like why he's so fond. Maybe he's fond of Amelia because he's fond of Subaru. Mm, yeah, like he doesn't know as much about her. No, but trusts Subaru's judgment because he sees himself in Subaru. Correct. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, we do cut to Julius fighting with Subaru's eyes, you know, his sight going on. That fight's still going on. And I'm they glad actually... it's still going on, actually. I, I don't mean to, to interrupt. But no, I, it's fine. I don't want, you know, Battlejuice to be one shot. He's been a man, a main baddie for a while. And I don't know, I liked his craziness. So I'm glad he's not just, oh, now that they have everything set up, he just gets taken out, which I guess would be fair too if you have that much prior knowledge and that much setup. But I'm glad that you know, he's not a pushover. No, no, he's not. And actually, it takes this huge blast from the sword, kind of something we saw with Reinhardt do in that one episode. There's this huge <laughs> yeah. blast come coming out of the sword. And uh, Peter just puts this dome up around him. I know. I didn't expect him to have other types of magic um, yeah. and abilities. So that's, oh, he could have had so much more. Yeah, and Subaru pitches this little magic stone bomb thing. I was like, where did he get a grenade? I don't know. <laughs> that was my first thought. Oh, man. I do, anyway. I do like that he ties it into the, you know, at this point, I've almost forgotten that he's come from another world. But uh, 
he ties it into like a, a baseball pitch sort of thing. So yeah, he does, definitely he does wind up. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the dome explodes and Julius stabs down and that's kind of it. But then immediately Subaru starts saying, undo the neck to like untether us because mm-hmm. uh, what you, what he thought might happen is happening. Uh juice starts trying to take control of Subaru. Right. But this time it's a little bit different. <laughs> did you like this oh this is this is so good i have thought is really interesting of like what could have happened to let someone else see what's inside him yeah it, it could have confirmed whether or not it is the witch because maybe the cultists have you know more descriptions in the book that he hasn't read about it uh it would have also been interesting to not drop the link with the neck to see what would have happened if julius sees it like that oh. would have strained their relationship even with all they've built up to this point yeah which, uh seeing that like how could he being part was he part of the Estrellas as well no but he's definitely a knight against these cultists and stuff got it so and he's pretty boy scout so i think he wouldn't let something like that go right it's like well as much as he likes him it's like you you can't right like that kind of link is maybe unforgivable so you could you it would have been interesting to do that Mm -hmm. it's also interesting like why would you let one of the leaders talk to the witch would they get more power from it so i thought like oh man that's it's a big risky move but i guess he does have to save himself (laughs) i mean subaru is nothing but risky moves all the time that's true (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so Petalgeese, he wakes up in that whatever smoky purple uh, that world where the witch inhabits. It's that... almost like the Jujutsu Kaisen thing. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? The, um, oh, I don't the, know. The area. I think of things like called the nether or something, you know, things. Yeah. What do they call those things like that? Or like the Naruto thing when he's oh, yeah. talking to QB. Yeah, they Is call it? it all different kinds of things. What's a, what's another one? Anyway, I can't think right now. Yeah, any other kind of world zone bankai type <laughs> situation. Yeah, but th- do you love how the witch just rejects him outright? Yeah, he's not a worthy vessel. Oh, so sad for him. He was so devoted. I feel bad for him. Yeah, so he gets upset. Why did you abandon? And he just, his unseen hands just go crazy and take out the cliff face behind them and it collapses on him. What if when he got rejected, he survived? I'm just thinking of this now. What if he survived? And then became a good guy because he's like, you know, the thing that he's been devoting his life to betrayed him. And now he just wants to follow Subaru like a lost puppy. That is weird. That would I don't be know. so weird. He just that had this crazy guy. Yeah, he's got to like learn normal things again. Like what? You're not supposed to yell at people like we know we're right. And, and Subaru basically has to teach him the way Subaru was early on. Like, no, no, no. I, oh, man. I know we're right. But you got to you got to chill and do it diplomatically. <laughs> I feel like that would just be some spinoff, some comedy <laughs> it would, spinoff. It would be. It, it would be like the the roommates that are complete opposites sort of oh situation. Oh, my gosh. Some odd couple. Right. He's sitting there eating corpses and doing weird stuff and. Oh, pedal juice. And then laugh, <laughs> the laugh track in the background. Yeah, you were sloth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, but uh, so he that guy's dead. At least we think he's dead. Uh, Subaru grabs the gospel. What's that? All, why does he keep grabbing that thing? He knows it's bad luck. Uh, they need, I guess it works out in the story, but it yeah. does. They need to read it, though. They really need someone to like read it. In a confined but doesn't like didn't they say that reading it actually makes you go crazy? It's true, but the cultists say a lot of things. Okay, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, it's definitely dangerous. It's definitely yeah. dangerous, but I, I think, I mean, Subaru shouldn't read it, given that we know he's, he 
you know, primed to be a vestibule. And oh my god, if they accidentally chose Amelia to read it, that would have been oof. no, not yeah, good, bad times. But uh, maybe that was the point. Maybe that's what she has to do. He has to deliver it to her and read it. Yeah, that's a thing. I feel like that what? might be part of it, at least part of it. Yeah, like what if it's a whole thing where it's like, oh, Subaru's hiding something from me, and then she's like, is this is this what she's hiding? And then oh, starts wow. to read it. Oh, that would be devastating. But great, <laughs> it'd be a good twist. But I guess there is a problem going on because they start realizing that the magic stones of fire that I guess blew up the village in the first place on one of those other playthroughs, they're nowhere to be found. They're on that one carriage where Felix found them the first time, remember? But yes. now they realize that that's the carriage that the kids and Amelia are on. Right. So now it's a mad scramble to... Uh... Stop yeah yeah and it's, we actually see it it goes to it cuts to her and the glowing bag rigged underneath so i mean yeah <laughs> it's a little it it is a nice chase it does add a little moment after because uh, you think oh it's over with the villain's done right yeah with how the fight ended and like the big push of learning that it basically almost confirmed that Subaru is powered by the witch, right? Like that would be kind of pretty sure, but this whole thing like is, is pushing a lot closer to doing that. We've learned so much about the ordeal. Now the big fight is over. I thought it was going to be a lot of wrap up, like seeing the collateral damage. Like a lot of people were hurt during the whale fight, how much time and effort it took to do all this stuff. So I thought maybe it was going to be like a slow burn wrap mm -hmm. up, but then the kind of have a car chase here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, they're trying to figure out how to get there fast enough. And uh, it turns out Otto knows the way. So Otto, <laughs> and it's really funny too, because he's like, you just have to do this. And Subaru agrees without even hearing him out because he already knows what Otto needs. He needs to unload all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and Julius actually gives him one of those little orb things, a little magical orb things comes in handy too. Yeah. I, I didn't piece together when he got it, but it makes sense that it, I thought it's like maybe just to keep track of him. Right. Yeah, what did you think of the crazy wild, like Mr. Toad's wild ride that they go on? Like... Oh, it was it was pretty wild, and I was hoping there was going to be like a magic explanation. They, it was interesting that Otto there probably is Otto can what the are you talking about like the whole chase? Yeah, thing? yeah, just how he's going off like down a cliff face and everything else. Yeah, the explanation doesn't sit perfectly with me. Like Otto can talk to animals and stuff, and and that's kind of why. So he kind of lets them drive and use what they know. Mm -hmm. Was that the and explanation? Kind of, it's something like that, where he he's really good at yeah finding the shortcuts and stuff because they're cutting through over across water and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess I didn't. I thought it was because he was talking to the animals, not just the shortcut thing. But I was hoping that it was more of like a magical thing because he looks like he's dressed like a green archer elf wind mm -hmm. magic type person. And maybe there is something there that we just don't know about yet. Yeah, if they keep bringing him around, maybe he does figure in in a larger part to the story. Right. And I wouldn't mind if he was, you know, particularly good at magic or just like minors in magic. Right. Because exactly. It, it, just kind of thing. Right. It'd be cool to have people have like smaller bits of mm -hmm. power because it is a magic world. And it's not like not everybody is just like a sword saint sort of thing. Right. Because we've seen all kinds of magical abilities from... I love Miss Cruchet's sword with no range or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's that was so OP. And then we're like, no, it kind of has a range. You can't hit the whale in the sky. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, she's got uh, multiple things going on. The lie detector thing. 
Oh yeah, that's so true. A lot of good stuff. That is true. That probably uh, explains her demeanor too. Like not just because she's strategic and, and well thought out, but if she mm-hmm. can detect lies, even people's little white lies, maybe that's what makes her so standoffish because mm. people might do that all the time. And to her, it's like super offensive because she knows. Because she can tell. So she almost doesn't want to engage in yeah. the conversations. There, there's a oh. good anime, um, not bizarre adventure, Kino's Journey. Mm. And I think the first, it might be the first episode, but they, they do little, it's almost like Black Mirror, but not really like little moral stories. So one of them is they're in the village and the villagers, I won't spoil it, but the the main thing you find out, I guess it is a little bit spoilers for anybody listening that wants to watch Mm. it. Um, The villagers can read each other's minds. So everyone in this village, Kino travels town to town. So in this one, everyone can read people's minds and it shows the ramifications of that, right? Like what happens when someone suddenly like, what if you're listening to music and one person likes it and the other person doesn't, you can't just tell a white lie and be like, oh no, you know, it's fine. And be like, oh, I hate it. Right. You can yeah. hear that nonstop. Like you can't turn it off and it oh. kind of paints that picture. So. Well, I wonder if she can turn it on and off though. Yeah. I would imagine they can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, so we cut back to Amelia and Puck. Did you like how, yeah, they're in the carriage, but did you like how Puck is able to see what's going on? Like Wilhelm going around cutting down all these cultists as they're driving along. He's watching from afar all the fighting. And uh, Wilhelm? um, Puck is watching that happening. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Puck is scouting in like a spirit form because... I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And he's trying to tell Amelia that everything's going to be okay. She's kind of saying that to the kids too. And the kids are actually the ones who are there trying to support her and they kind of <laughs> let the secret out that you know it's uh they made a promise to subaru because she gets lonely yeah it's it's kind of cute yeah but it just starts unraveling for her all the things that subaru been, has been doing behind the scenes and by the end uh puck is saying yeah it makes sense if subaru is actually the one leading this army oh that's right because they don't know yet no because remember, he was like in that robe of whatever, not recognition. or whatever. I don't. So I don't think he's wearing that robe anymore. Do you think Puck he's is, not? Puck is just not. Puck might be able to see it. So you think Puck's just not telling Amelia at this oh, moment? Oh, you mean like slowly letting her in on what's going on? Right. Like she's got enough to deal with, you know, with the bomb and the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, but then why doesn't he see the bomb? Or why doesn't he see people trying to race forward, trying to find the bomb? That's true. Maybe he's not scouting then. Like, what is, are they just talking and, and Puck's not coming out? There's no, like, scouting involved? Or maybe he's elsewhere with Wilhelm and so he doesn't see that part of it. So, but it turns out that as Otto is making his way and going after trying to reach Amelia and all of them, and Subaru is, of course, leaning outside the back, uh, there's something following them. <laughs> I, I did and not expect uh juice to be alive crazy crawly monster petal juice guy it kind of reminds <laughs> me of something from spirited away like the... yes yes definitely something i love the line where uh otto's trying to figure out what's going on and he's like you don't want to look back here and otto's just like everything you're saying right now makes me want to look even more <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I would I would also do what Subaru does, just kind of yell at him, like, just drive. Yeah, just drive. But they leave the force, and I love how it's, again, circling back to a place that we've seen before. It's the big, you know, where the tree fell, the whale carcass. Yeah, I they're like... They're leading right back to the I like beginning. that they're reusing the tree. Mm-hmm. 
So they're going out there. Uh, what? There's pots in the back of this carriage that he's throwing. He's throwing at Beetlejuice, trying to knock him off the scent. And then he casts the orb at Beetlejuice, and it starts him on fire. Did you like that? Yeah, it was kind of going, poor, poor Beetlejuice just wants well, to be loved. Honestly, this part just reminds me of the end battle in some video game. Like something you're on a on some kind of train or something and the big monster is still attacking and you just have to keep hitting with as much as you got, whatever you have, you know, it's because true. that's all it is. But I do like that they do. There is a little twist in how he finally finalizes this. He gets the gospel and he writes in it that he's done. He's finished. I didn't have a translation for that part. What did it say? Oh, I don't know. Just some, I don't, I don't know that they didn't show a, a translation. Oh, so okay. I think it's just like, you are finished. That's, that's my guess. This too. is over with. And then he's trying to make it. Uh, I like the implication of the finality of it because he's always going by what's in the book. Like what's Correct. in the book is prophecy. That's why so I liked like, it. Yeah. So that was kind of neat to like seal it in, the, in blood, mm-hmm. looks like. And then, so that, that part's over. Petaljuice is done finally, at least for now. I yeah. mean, how many times have we said that? But I think it's for sure, for sure this time. Is this when Subaru makes a comment about playing the last level? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, all I remember is he catches up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, so. and then he jumps in there. Subaru Subaru finally gets to look as cool as he always wanted, right? This is what he's wanted from the beginning is to be the hero and not just right. in the background, but be the one who triumphantly leaps into the carriage to save uh-huh. the girl and looks all cool. And like, this is the closest. Super slow-mo. Right. Oh, also the whole like running away from an explosion, you know, don't look back sort of badass sort of thing. So he gets to do the whole, he plays the role. He gets to play the role. Yeah, he's the action hero at this moment. Yep, uh, exactly. But yeah, he jumps in there. He grabs the smoking bag and she's like, why are you doing this? Why are you always trying to risk everything and save me? Because I love you. Yep, he gets to to say the cool line. Yeah, it's so good. And then jump out before she gets to say anything. Yeah, he jumps back on the dragon and he's heading out to the whale carcass. He throws it in there and rides away just as it goes off. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge blast. It like levels everything. Yeah, I kind of thought if it leveled the cave, it probably was a lot of shrapnel. (laughs) Yeah, so luckily he survived. He survived. Well, yeah, Amelia goes running through the smoke, finds him finally. He wakes up on the lap pillow. Mm-hmm. And this is why Rem couldn't be there, probably. Right, because it had the magic of the lap pillow had to happen. Yeah, and it has to be Amelia, and, and Rem can't see this; it'd break her heart. It would break. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. Oh man, she has to be spared. Oh man, but they do finally talk through a lot of what had been going on, or he what apologizes, I guess. Yes, I think he appropriately apologizes for the right things. And I I do like this part of his character growth where they're showing that he does have awareness of what Mm -hmm. he's doing. He's not just, oh, see, I was right all along because he could spin it that way. He could. It doesn't take too much mental gymnastics to be like, well, he has the power. He set this all up. He did it. He's saving her. It doesn't matter if she doesn't know. So I'm glad he takes more of the part of, uh, you know, he used her for his self-satisfaction correct um and as i mentioned before just i like when they wrap some things like that up so they can focus on other story beats so not so much of like him just desperately needing that right uh, you're getting closure on this yeah so yeah he does say that yeah he still wants to help her and everything but because he loves her and he he'll just stand beside her and be her strength and then this is the part that i think i i saw echoes of rem is because she starts going off about how much people hate her 
and you know all these different things and he says no matter what you think of yourself just going to start replying with all the things that he likes about her and that's exactly what rem did in that one episode i didn't put those things together but you're you're exactly right going off and was going off and saying all the things that he lacked and his weaknesses and everything and rem just started going on about how all the things that she likes about him and how she's going to just keep replying to him with any time that he's like doubting or, or cutting himself down or whatever, she's going to be there to tell him how great he is. And that's basically exactly what Subaru does here in this moment with Amelia. Yeah. That's a really good throwback because uh, that was back from the the episode where he was really struggling and yeah, he's about to give up. Right. Yeah. And then it just, it's just really nice for him to be mature enough at this point to pay it forward and in the positive way, in the supportive way, instead of the selfish way. So I really like that. That's the focus here at the end. And we even get a little callback as well, where she says, this is the first time that special treatment has made her feel happy. And we know that she doesn't like special treatment. She actually, the thing that she liked about Subaru and their relationship at, at times, or the, the things that she liked was that he treated her normal or he didn't treat her like a royal or whatever. So he's confessed. He doesn't actually get an answer. He doesn't even tell her to answer right now. He just wants her to figure it out. I like I like that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. And, and then that. he's just going to be by her side and be able to catch her when she falls head over heels for him. Another cheesy kind of line from Subaru, but that's kind of how it ends. It is. And it it ends on such a nice note. But this show, I don't know. I've been so conditioned to be fearful. <laughs> All right. My thought is, oh, my God, the witch is going to get her while yeah. they're talking out of oh, Subaru's right. body. Because Were you ex- were you expecting some kind of like cliffhanger? I think it's possible. It goes sideways. I, I wasn't entirely expecting it to happen now. I think it's a nice way to end this, but I was like, there's nothing stopping that from being the case. No. Right? Him no, because we've seen cliffhangers. Right. And him completing the ordeal. What a second season. What a start, right? Mm-hmm. If he's the reason the ordeal happened. So it's like he thought like he always has everything ripped away from him. Mm-hmm. And now imagine he finally gets that happy ending that he wants. This is the exact heroic, happy ending, confessing his love kind of feeling that it's going to, it might be reciprocated at some point, like everything is going his way. And then just imagine he's the reason the ordeal happens. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I think you'll <laughs> I hope probably... that's the second season. <laughs> <laughs> and well... then he becomes pride. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that just got really dark. But yeah. I do like that it, it gives you closure uh, on a lot of things here and it does wrap it up really nicely. So it's it's almost very uh, self-contained. Yeah. There's a, there's a nice symmetry to that as well. So I really like that. I really like this full um, season. What did you think? Do you have any like things that stand out to you? Like, or even this arc? Like oh, there's I, a lot that went on. Think of all the stuff that he had to figure out and accomplish. Yeah. Two main villains uh, stopping all kinds of t- attacks, dealing with all those political figures. Yep, there is just there's too much. There's there's the political figures. There's learning about all of them. There's redoing the stuff. There's the episode with Rem that stands out. Just his mm-hmm. the emotional battle because you yeah, know like yeah. the story things is like man versus nature, man versus mm-hmm. himself. So just throwing in. Again, when anime tend to be uh, action oriented and those sorts of fights also focusing on just he just gets mentally devastated in the mental battles. Right, because um, it, it just after a while, I, I do like when you don't see how they get out of this one, when it's not an easy fix. 
Yeah, this that is, one hit. Nothing is ever an easy fix, <laughs> at yeah. least in this season. This arc, uh, more so than others. The other ones are kind of like, oh, when he redoes it, like he has a much better chance. But this mm-hmm. one was like, he's retried it so many times and there was, there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, like we said, if you want to hear more, let us know. Otherwise, we'll be back with other shows and, and more to talk about. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. All right, take care, guys. at all.